Blog Talk Radio. Put your hands together like this.
Trotter and the sweet Holy Spirit choir. God bless you and good afternoon to our listeners. You are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Our number in studio, if you desire to call in, 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800, you can call in at the appointed time. Please connect with us. Uh, we are on social media. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. And we are on Tumblr. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there is a direct link to every episode, and certainly uh, you can also connect with us, uh, send us a friend request, like our page, and share our post as you uh, continue to spread the gospel with us. Uh, we want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, you, and you. You can connect with us through email globalgospel17 at gmail.com. You can uh, connect with us through uh, regular mail. That is P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. We want to shout out our sponsors on today. The sponsors would, would just to name a few, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Sister Lois Glenn Carter, Melanated Beard and Third Lounge, Ryan Wilson, MPT Enterprise, Marlon Townsend, Abyssinia. Uh, we want to shout out Happy Healthy Functioning, Nicole Lawson, and all of those that make this uh, experience possible. Uh, because if we don't have any listeners, if we don't have any supporters, if we don't have any sponsors, then we are just here by ourselves, and certainly uh, we want everyone to participate in this event. Shout out to those in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, the Carolinas, Florida, Georgia, California, Illinois, Michigan. Shout out to you, you, and to you, uh, to those that are listening around the world, Canada, Mexico, uh, Brazil, the West Indies, Spain, uh, South Africa, Namibia, Mozambique, Kenya, Nigeria, Australia, Korea, Japan, India, Myanmar, Turkey, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Poland, Germany. Thank God for you, you and you. Italy, thank God for you, you and you continuing to share with Global Gospel. For those of you that have tuned in for the first time, our theme scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. The gospel is here on today. Uh, the gospel is good news. It is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew and also to the Greek. The gospel is there for the rich, for the poor, for the black, for the white, for those that are down and out, those that are oppressed, those that are suicidal. The gospel is here today. It's comprehensive for you. Whatever you need, God has it. Certainly, he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the, his power that works within us. And certainly, we praise God for the opportunity just to share the gospel with you, our listeners. Well, we do have a special message lined up for you today, and we have some music for you to listen to so that it will minister to your spirit, to your soul, to your body, to your mind. Again, we want to shout out 
some more people. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Stevenson family, the Furman family, the Locke family, the Brodell family, the Norman family, the Bradley family, the Hernandez family, the Scott family, the Natali family, the Allen family, the Walker family, the McCoy family, wherever you are, whoever you are, uh, we uh, give you a shout out on today. And certainly if you leave us a post, uh, also to the Wiggins family, the Brinson family, if you leave a post on our page, we will certainly give you a shout out on today. At this time, we are going to hear another selection and then we will come back and share more with you any day now. Pastor Vincent Bohannon in the Sound of Victory. Stay tuned and be blessed. If you know it, sing it. God will do. Whenever he does it, he'll be right on time. Not on our time, but his time, God's time is the right time. 
Amen. For those of you that have taken a glance at the topic for today, uh, you will know where to find us, and certainly we will visit St. John, the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 5, and we are going to read verses 1 through 9, and you can read along with us if you choose to, or you can write it down and study later. St. John, chapter 5, verse 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. Come ye disconsolate. Stay tuned.
God can feel. Well, if you can have, God can heal. There's a voice. God can feel. You can have. God can heal. There's a voice. Come ye disconsolate, wherever ye languish, come to the mercy seat, fervently kneel. Here bring your wounded hearts, here tell your anguish. Earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. God, our Father, we thank you for the opportunity to read your word, to study your word. For your words, they are spirit and they are life. We pray that someone is encouraged on today, that someone's touched, healed, delivered, saved, and set free by your power divine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stuck on what you see. Stuck on what you see. And there are so many things that we see in the world on today. And certainly it is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His compassion they fail not. Great is God's faithfulness to us. As I looked at the news on last evening, I saw an, a 104-year-old woman in the Ukraine who had survived the Holocaust, and she lived in, she's living in two centuries now, and she was in fear uh, for her life uh, because of all that's going on in that part of the world. And then I also watched the news that while people are in fear of their life, they're still racism going on because uh, African immigrants into the Ukraine were being, uh, were not given the right to escape and flee the country as their other counterparts that were of not the same complexion. And so while there is one war going on, there is another war going on and another war going on and another war going on. And everyone is fighting to be free from someone or something. The world, this world, is full of distractions. We are distracted by people, places, and things. We are distracted by men, women, boys, and girls. We are distracted by distractions, distracted by friends, by family, and significant others, distracted by school and careers. We are even distracted by the church. We are distracted by fame, fortune, and folly, distracted by drugs and alcohol. So many things to, to take our focus away from a real God that is true and living. War, crime, and poverty, it's all there just to bring a distraction from looking to God, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. But I say to you that are listening to quickly turn your attention away from the news, away from the media, away from the market, away from the cares of this world, but turn your attention to the one that holds the world in his hands. This season in life has caused many of us to do some reflecting to do some soul searching and reflections. I don't know if you ever thought about it, but they are really powerful. When you begin to reflect on life, you can actually uh, enter into a zone that is actually very dangerous. You can open some locked doors and you can fall through some trap doors. You can travel into uncharted territory and get stuck in the mud. You can become a prisoner of your own mind. Reflections can send you into a psychotic frenzy laden with regret, doubt, and fear. Reflection not properly managed can lead you on a destructive path. It can lead to depression, oppression, and suicide. You can actually die in your place of reflection. But as many have said, 
when I think of the goodness of Jesus, that's a good reflection, and all he has done for me, my soul cries hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. What are you reflecting on? How many of you have uh, ever watched a child in the mirror? They touch the mirror. They poke the mirror. They laugh at the mirror. They get scared by the mirror. They, they kiss the mirror. They slobber on the mirror. And what they see engages them in a good way or a bad way, but the mirror grabs their attention. It is a point and a place of reflection. This reminds me of the Greek mythological figure by the name of Narcissus. And I will not tell you the whole story about Narcissus, but read it for yourself. But one day he gazed upon his image in a pool of water. It was only a reflection, but it was an escape from his reality. It was something that held and grabbed his attention. And right there is where he died, stuck on what he saw. How many people in this season have died stuck on what they saw, saw, stuck on an image but not a reality, caught in a gaze like a deer in headlights, caught in a stare? I'm reminded of the Christians that passed through perhaps the 1970s, the 1980s, and the 1990s. You see, Christian apparel and clothing lines are nothing new. But in that particular time period, lovers of God had bumper stickers. They had license plates. They had T-shirts. Long before this generation that is now coming out, uh, the church world that is coming out with their own fashion and clothing apparel and positive uh, shirts, I'm reminded of a T-shirt that I saw many years ago that simply stated, we walk by faith and not by sight. And certainly I believe it had a pair of, of eyes on it. Now, while the context of the scripture has a deeper meaning of life and death, the fact remains God's people or are or should be faith walkers. We should not be wrapped up in what we see. We should be wrapped up in the things that faith and God's word has promised. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. What you see in life is not always what you get. In the text, John, the beloved disciple, John, the revelator, presents to the reader a miracle. It is actually the third miracle recorded in this particular writing of his. John presents to us Jesus, the living word, the living bread. He presents to us a word that has been not only spoken, but a word that is applied to a practical situation in a non-practical manner. It was John that said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And so here we have Jesus Christ, the living word. The setting of our text is at a pool in a place called Bethesda. It is described by its name as the house of 
mercy. It has five porches, and we know that five is the number of grace. But the oxymoron is that this place of grace and mercy was not pleasant at all. The people, the Bible says, were impotent, blind, and withered. I can imagine it was like a Los Angeles filled with homeless in cardboard boxes. It was like a Penn Station in New York City or Grand Central Station in New York City or the subway, people going to and fro, crossing over the homeless and the mentally disturbed. A city full of churches, synagogues, and mosques, but no spiritual relief for many. No emotional relief, no financial relief, and most importantly, no healing for the physical body. These people here at the House of Mercy, at the place of grace, under the porch, around the pool, then the mythical character by the name of Narcissus, who was staring in a pool because they were waiting, but they got stuck. And many of them were just waiting to die. How many of you today might be stuck? Stuck in a bad place, stuck in a bad situation, waiting for a move of God. And these people here, they were waiting for a season for an angel to trouble the water. They were waiting not only just to get in the pool, but they had to be number one in the pool. But the Lord is saying, you don't have to be number one. You don't even have to be number two. You don't have to be number three, four, or five. But you can be next, and you are next in line for a miracle. So what does that mean, next in line? You can be number one. You can be number 100. You can be number 1,000, but you are next. And all you have to do is make up in your mind, Lord, I don't need you to trouble the water. Lord, I don't need a pool, but I'm already at the place of mercy. I'm already at the place of grace. And something good is going to happen to me because Jesus of Nazareth is passing my way. The good news is that while he is passing my way, he won't pass me by because everything that I need, God has it. You have to tell yourself that I will be made whole, that I will rise up and take up my bed and walk, that I'm not waiting on any man to help me into my situation, for I know the man. And I hear in this, I hear Peter saying in the sixth chapter of John, Peter says, Lord, when after the many disciples turned away from Jesus, Peter, who was feisty and, and always quick to speak and uh, quick to cut and quick to cuss, and he was quick to do a lot of things, said, Lord, to whom shall we go? For thou hast the words of eternal life. And I came to let somebody know that Christ has the words of eternal life. And Peter says, and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And so what does that mean? I am healed by God's word. And then in this, I can reflect on Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah was exclaiming to those that were in captivity, those that are in exile, uh, people that were uh, displaced and moving about like people in the Ukraine and other parts of the world. Uh, Jeremiah uh, chapter 8 and 20 says, the harvest is past. The summer is ended, and we are not saved. He's talking about a season. But then he goes on to say, for the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. And we know that Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. prophet. He says, I am black. Astonishment has taken hold on me. Is there no bomb in Gilead? 
is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? That's a good question on today. But there is a Negro spiritual, uh, the African-Americans who were displaced through slavery, who were in a strange land, and we just celebrated Black History Month. Um, they had cared for master's children. They had picked master's cotton and master's tobacco and cane, and they had been whipped at the whipping post, and they had been treated as less than humans. But out of oppression, this scripture, they, 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 they got a song from it, one of the Negro spirituals, and they turned Jeremiah's question about the bomb in Gilead into an answer, and they said there is a bomb in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. Sometimes I feel discouraged and think my work's in vain, but then the Holy Spirit revives my soul again. If you can't preach like Peter, if you can't pray like Paul, just tell the love of Jesus and say he died for all. And what uh, the scripture is saying, and if you were a uh, uh, looking at this from a Christological point of view, from a, Christo a Christological response to the question, is that Jesus is that bomb in Gilead, for Christ is the fulfillment. As I begin to reflect on life, I, if I were you, I would decree and declare that I will not be stuck. I hear the angels saying in Acts, uh, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into the heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. And though we know that Jesus promised us, he said, I go away to prepare a place for you. And then he told us that if he did not go away, the comforter, the one who walks with us, the paraclete, the one that abides on the inside of us could not come. And so what am I saying to you on today? That there is no need to gaze, that Jesus is coming back for you, that Jesus is there for you. He knows that you were in a place that you could get stuck, but he came to bring you out of that place. For the psalm writer declares that he brought me up even from a horrible pit. And then it lets us know that he brought me out the miry clay. And I believe that clay, miry clay, represented a place that someone was stuck in. And so Jesus came. When he came, no place in his life did he get stuck. He didn't get stuck in life. He didn't get stuck in the Garden of Gethsemane. He didn't get stuck in the Judgment Hall, but he kept moving. And he didn't get stuck on the cross. Uh, he didn't get stuck in the grave. When he went to set the captives free, he didn't get stuck down there. But today Christ has came, and he died for the sins of the world. And certainly he died to make us free, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I. And today we have a right to the tree of life. We don't have to uh, get stuck in a place. We don't have to get stuck in a bad place, but we can keep it moving. Why? Because Jesus is here. He's coming. And I believe and I decree and I declare and agree that something good is going to happen to you for Jesus of Nazareth is passing our way. Stay tuned. God bless you.
that you believe that on today that something good is going to happen to you this very day this very hour this very season that you don't have to be stuck on what you see you don't have to die in your situation you don't have to have to accept your situation because by his stripes we are healed many are the afflictions of the righteous but he deliver us them us out of them all why because of the prayer of faith heals the sick healing is the children's bread we are blessed in the city and the field in our coming in and going out we pray that 
you heard something that encouraged you in this season, in this hour. Our number in studio, 619-924-0800. You still have a few minutes and to shout us out or to shout someone out, uh, we will be delighted to hear from you on today. And we are going to just, we have a few minutes left that we can share with you in that manner. So uh, we are going to go to another selection. I'll take Jesus for mine. Stay tuned.
and I'll take Jesus for mine. You can have this whole world. Well, we have just about come to the conclusion of our hour, and we thank you all for sharing with us this Saturday afternoon. We thank you for sharing with us God's word. We thank you for sharing with us from the various artists and the various selections. Um, I am going to uh, close with this selection, which I'll let you hear after after the prayer. Uh, but la- uh, at the beginning of the pandemic in uh, 2020, uh, we added an additional hour to our uh, to global gospel. In addition to being on Saturdays at 1 p.m., we added Sunday at 1 p.m. for our prayer. And so on the first uh, the first prayer that I had on that Sunday, it was Sunday, April 1st, 2020. I uh, called the individual. I called my cousin and I said, I need you. What are you doing Sunday at one o'clock? And he said that he was free and uh, he consented to come on. And uh, I asked him, I said, well, what, what are we talking? What are we, uh, what, what song do you want me to play? And, uh, his response is what what we're going to conclude with is I will endure. And he said to us at the, um, the, uh, that was at the pretty much the early days of the pandemic that, that he shared with us what God was uh, saying to him and to share with others. And I say uh, to you that are listening uh, that we have to continue to endure, endure hardness as, good soldiers and so we are going to close with uh the late great uh uh elder pastor jay nixon of dunamis and i believe this one is actually with uh this selection is actually with new york fellowship and so we're going to close with i will endure uh pastor jay nixon and uh, new york fellowship and we send that out to the nixon family again thank you all for sharing with us on today we're here every saturday from 1 p.m until 2 p.m eastern standard time father in the name of jesus lord we thank you for your loving kindness we thank you for your tender mercy we thank you for another day that we have never seen before and this opportunity to share with listeners around the world we pray god's blessings on every listening ear that your healing virtue would go out that salvation would go out that deliverance would go out that you would lift heavy burdens that you would destroy the yoke of bondage that you would move by your spirit god and we just cast our cares on you today knowing that you care for us that you're touched by the feeling of our infirmities we ask that you continue to keep us safe from all heart harm and danger stay the end of the enemy and cover us with your blood this is our prayer in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I will endure. I will. Continue to endure, endure in this season. Crying all night long, wondering how long it will be. Sometimes feeling alone. Through this test I must complete I'll stand on his word And never leave and go astray I promise God I won't fail Through the storm I will prevail I won't let this pain get to me For in Jesus' name I've got victory, for I'll stand, I will endure.
still For my blessing is in view <laughs> No matter what I'm going through I'll lift my voice up in praise No matter how dark How dark the day Looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 